0: Welcome to one more edition of Politics and Run Make. Willis, your host. We have a very special guest today, and I'm going to put this little entry. It's even more special because she's dear to me. This is my cousin, first cousin, and she is doing great work in Colorado, to be exact, Boulder, Colorado. Anyway, Katrina Miller is a journalist, producer, and director. She's the owner of Black Cat Video Productions. Katrina has been featured in Boulder's Lifestyle Magazine, a speaker and panelist at the Rocky Mountain AV Expo, a guest on KGNU, NACP radio show, Black Talk, and is currently the director of the documentary, which we'll also discuss a great documentary titled, This Is Bracketed, Not Who We Are, which explores... Racial equity and inclusion, placing Boulder as a microcosm of the U.S. as a whole. Miss Miller has a degree in journalism from the University of Colorado, but says that experience has been her best teacher. From filmmaking, creative consultant, instructing, shooting, editing video, to, to directing videography at Red Rocks Amphitheater, Katrina said, I have over 20 years of experience in the field of video production. Katrina Miller, how are you doing today? Welcome to Politics Done Right.
1: Thank you so much. It's such an honor to be here. You know, I follow you too and your show and you're doing just wonderful things. So thank you so much for for having me today.
0: Well, well how could I possibly not have you, especially after watching your documentary? Mm-hmm. I mean, um, I really enjoyed how you wielded one story to tell hundreds of stories with it. I mean, that that took some effort to wield that one story, to tell the multitudes of stories that you told. But before we get into that, who is Katrina Miller?
1: All right. Um, well, you know, I am a filmmaker. I have lived in Colorado for for most of my life, um, but I definitely grew up in a military town that had a lot of diversity, a lot of different people, as, as most military terry towns do. Um, but when I was 18, I moved to Boulder, Colorado uh, to go to the university here. It's definitely university town. But the thing I didn't know when I showed up was that it was the second widest university In the United States at the time, uh, being next to Brigham Young University. (laughs) Wow, in Utah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. You know, and so I get there, and it was very much so a culture shock. Um, I, in my life, I have um, you know been integrated with a bunch of different people, but I was dealing with people in Boulder who had never met even a black person and that was one thing even my roommate had said to me i would never even met um, a black person before so it's um what ends up happening though in boulder because it's a college town um it really perceives itself as really liberal and progressive and full of really good people but um with that there's a lot of blind spots and it's hard for my town to often admit um that we have a lot of the same problems as anywhere else um especially when you look at the unhoused when we look at racism um you know just just the the gamut and so what this film was doing was really exploring really exploring that gap between boulder's self-perception and reality and we did that through interviews with the african-american community and the um People in the film range from, um, you know, youth, uh, like like um, middle school age up until uh, we have um, a lady who marched with Dr. Martin Luther King at one point in her life. So um, just showing the the wide range of uh, people who are affected by, um, you know, a liberal town trying to hide. The problems that it has. And so, um, what we believe is that there are lots of towns like this. There's lots of places in the world like this. And Boulder, this story that focuses on Boulder, is just a microcosm for what's happening in other places. So um, I talked more about the film than myself right there. But I mean, those experiences and a lot of what I've seen has driven me to make this film. It's it's how it came out of me. So you,
0: you this wasn't your first film. You you no. did an, a very intense. Uh, view of boulder before didn't you
1: um so not exactly the other films that i've done uh one was a student film that had a lot of similarities to this but this was i was still a college student there was a lot more uh skill to be had before a documentary feature was made so so there was that and that film was Uh, made because I was a student on campus and I saw my friends go through incidents and um, learning about civil rights, taking really in-depth look at it in my history classes at CU, um, you know, made me understand the power that the media had during that time, the civil rights of the 60s. Um, And so I believe that I could, I could make an impact too. If I made film and I focused on what was going on in my community. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: No, but, you know, it, it's interesting because one, I think telling this kind of a story that has a wider appeal. In other words, um, one of the, the way, one of the, I like the way that you express in your, in your productions and what you do because of your actual background. There are a lot of axes that you don't have to grind. You can come from to, to things from an objective point of view, and I'm going to bring up a little a, a little personal thing here in a in a matter in that you're an interracial uh, relation interracial interracial marriage, which gives you the full perspective on either side and as well on the combined side. I've seen some of the, the writings that you've done on on your um on your facebook page and other places what do you think that and before we get into the movie what do you think that brought to your perception of what and who boulder actually is and and by the way in as much as we say boulder i went to Mm -hmm. college in austin texas the liberal town in texas and everything that you specified in your film in boulder i could have made it congruent to Austin and just about every other town that consider themselves a liberal town. But anyway, how did your 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 personal relationship gives give you what it took to be able to tell an objective view of the entire story?
1: Uh, Well, absolutely, because, you know. I do live my life as an African-American woman, you know, regardless of me married to um, a white man or not, you know, my lived experience has been in this body and with this skin. And um, when I am on camp, when I was on campus and even today, when I walk around uh, Boulder, it's it's just People are going to look at me and not say, oh, she has a white husband somewhere or, oh, you know, her um, part of her is is Latina or whatever. No, not in Boulder. They're going to um, see me as a black woman. And in, in, in that, that has been my experience. And so what. I. F- <sighs> Egberto, what I say is that every single experience that you see in that film is something that I have experienced to some degree. And it became more pronounced when I moved to a town that was majorly white. It became more pronounced and I saw more people around me having negative experiences and things even more serious um, than than I did. I know everything's relative, but, you know, I haven't had guns pulled on me when I'm trying to pick up trash in front of my front yard, that kind of thing. Um, And so just just having humanity, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I believe, as well, is what drove me to um, to really want to create something like this and really believing that there is a, a possibility for, For change, if people are aware, if people understand more of a context, um, which history helps with. And uh, and stories, stories are very impactful.
0: And I noticed that is what you place on your on your site where you talk about being able to storytell and going into the movie itself. Now, um, this is not in bracket who we are. And let me tell you, I was fixated on the movie. Mm -hmm. I started it up, started watching, and it's a movie where you, you know, you you start the movie and you know how I'm always blogging. You start the movie and you have to stop what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And it is that impactful. And what I love about the way you do it is you weave one story to show that that story is a microcosm of everything that has occurred thereafter. So what I want to ask you to do is to go ahead and start the story. Tell us a little bit, of not, not enough that the folks aren't going to want to click on okay. the link below that I want you guys to go ahead and check out this, this movie. This is an important movie. I don't care who you are. This I- is an important movie for every single American to see. And most important about this movie is how it is told in a manner that is not necessarily comfortable, but is palatable for everybody to see. Please.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, in Boulder, Colorado, 2019, it made national news when a young man named Zaid Atkinson was in front of his front uh, in front of his apartment where he lived doing work study picking up trash, you know, taking care of the property. And he was approached by a police officer who um, asked him over and over again, do you belong here? I need to make sure you belong. Zay proceeded to uh, supply him with information to let him know, yes, I do live here, but um uh, police officer wasn't happening. It wasn't having it at the end of the day, uh, how the story was playing out <sighs> This young man, Zaid, ended up with six police officers surrounding him with guns drawn, um, all because he was picking up trash in his yard and people did not believe that he belonged there. And for what reason? That is the through line of our film. It starts there, but throughout the movie, you hear stories, from students who are experiencing bullies in schools in schools, um, you hear about the microaggressions that people are facing and how um, how that has an effect and toll as well. Um, you also hear about uh, the loss of um, economic and vocational opportunities. Um, basically, a lot of different systemic issues are brought out and talked about through story. So when you say that it's palatable, I do believe that um, that's why this film does feel accessible because it's all done through story. I do. I will stand by saying that this film isn't necessarily trying to prove a point. What we did was we turned the lens um we looked at boulder through a black lens we looked at a town through a black lens whereas it's always been looked at um through through a white lens you know look at how beautiful our mountains are and you know all the outdoor life and our university um but every picture has um has you know the the white family the happy white family and it's like well where are we where is everybody else in this picture um and so that is what our film did. It gave everybody an opportunity to speak about their different experiences um, in hopes that we can have um, our recognition in this town in hopes that people see that these problems are real. We're not talking about history um, and people try to make actionable change. And again, in the film, we talk about all these different things that are happening through stories, and I tell people that whatever triggers them, whatever triggers them, that's the thing. That is what you need to pursue and the work you need to be doing. If you are interested in police reform because of what you saw happening to Zade, then work on that. If you... um felt really passionate when you heard the young girl talking about her experiences in schools, then you need to be working with DEI in education, you know. Um, But I feel like this film really lays it out for people in a way to um, understand what some of the issues are and how they can get started, um, with their allyship, you know, or as I like to call allies, I like to call them abolitionists, mm-hmm. you know, because we need more than, um, than, than allies at this point. So. I call
0: it, that uh, complicits. <laughs>
1: ah, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, but really with all these stories, um, I feel as if the film ends on, um, it does end on, on a hopeful note, you know, there is that, that, uh, That promise of hope through um, coming up with with solutions, actual practical solutions, and perhaps it's it's legislation or um, creating spaces within our community that um, are supportive of African-Americans that are here. You know, we have a large university. So what the question was, what are we doing to support the African-American students that are there? So. Yeah, the film covers a lot. It and covers
0: a lot of ground. Uh, right. and, and, I, and there's something that, that, that I want to say yeah. a little bit differently than you said it. And that is, um, you said, uh, as far as uh, go do something, uh, rather, I want to say that the, the film is one of those films that says, damn it, go do yeah. something. Yeah. And the title also says it all. The yeah. way the title is written, this is in brackets not but who we are. In other words, this is who we are. We don't want to be yeah. this, but this is who we are. And the thing about it, it presents it in a manner that you can say, oh my God, I didn't realize that. But you mm-hmm. know what? Now that I do, mm-hmm. I can actually do something about it. I just want, uh, like I told you as soon as I saw the film, and I think I called you immediately after watching yeah, it, I yeah. sent you an email immediately. Uh, I had to say, God, well done. And I'm not easily impressed with the amount of stuff that I see. And I, I sat at that film and it's like, wow, we need to get this film a hell of a lot of coverage because it speaks to people and people will understand it as they see the particular film. Now you are an award winning person who hates talking about herself, but I'm going to, I'm going to use big cousin on top of you and say, Hey girl, before I don't even want to talk about the new thing that happened today. Okay. <laughs> Tell us about some of those awards. Boulder has been awarded oh. this hell of a uh, director here.
1: All right. Um, well, one of the most amazing things that happened with this film is that, uh, you know, we were in our Boulder international film festival, our local film festival. It's actually pretty huge in that world. Um, and, I already knew that our film was not in a category to be judged. I, I was given privy to that information. It's like, okay, we're not going to win any awards this time. Um, and at the award ceremony, it was a uh, just true surprise um, and so reaffirming when we won the People's Choice Award. Mm-hmm. So the people voted for our film, telling us that they resonated with this, that they want to see this film be successful um, in hopes to prompt more people into action, that more people should see this film. And again, it just it just blew me away, this under under underestimated film you know black filmmaker uh you know with my team and look what happened look what happened because of the people and that gave me so much hope so there there was that um boy
0: well you gotta sure. know what, what, okay i tell you let's start with today the <laughs> word today see okay. i mean you will have such a hard time let's start with today
1: Okay. The YWCA is an organization that um, their mission is to uh, empower women and eliminate racism. They are an organization that is in many states, uh, many cities, many states, and it's all over the world. This is international. And the things they do are incredible. Bringing STEM to young people, um, helping women to... um, to, to get out of domestically violent situations, um, you know, uh, having demonstrations like marches, but also having tables there where people can sign up in a way that they can actually do actionable steps after the demonstration. Um, anyway, I think they're wonderful. And this year they decided to give me the impact award, uh, for our community. So I'm winning the, the YWCA, um, community impact award and what they told me is um you know this film is not only bringing awareness and in our in our community but it's really uh bringing along dialogue and people are talking and they're sitting having these conversations that 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 felt so hard at one point but now they're realizing how critical it is if they really want to be the people they say they are um that there's action that has to happen behind it, and so it meant so much to be recognized by the YWCA for that. So,
0: interestingly, uh, your 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 film shouldn't have won an award, but it got a People's Choice Award. Uh-huh. Somehow, <laughs> out of the blue, somebody calls you up today and say, you know, we want to give you the darn Impact Award. A uh, couple of years back, I saw you on stage getting another award. Doesn't that tell you something Katrina? Yes. Your work your your work is very is so very good and it it as more people see this there's just a hell of a lot more to come. That's all I can tell you. There's just a hell of a lot more to come.
1: I hope so. I really hope so. This isn't the last film and I it's only in me to make films um about Groups that need it most, groups that need to be highlighted and the issues that need to be highlighted. Um, and most prominently, the black community, you know, that's really where a lot of my life experiences, and where um I feel like I can help to come up with solutions or at least give people that I know and people that I know are doing the work a platform um, in order to t- to speak. So there was a time where I felt like all I did was was make videos, and you know, wasn't anything that that important. I just hold a camera. Um, but these past few years, I have really seen what an impact, um, my films are making. And it's just like some of the films that I have watched in the past as well, that have had impacts on me and documentaries, um, you know, because not only am I. Able to educate people on history and social issues. Um, I've also had opportunities to highlight people in our community who um, people never never knew about. You know, there's there's a lot of um, there's elderly African American women and men here, and um, you know that have stories of how they helped to uh, make Boulder as. I don't know, to to make bolder what it is. And they are unsung heroes and people don't know their stories. And so there's a woman that I've been working with who knows a lot of these people. Her name is Glenda Robinson. um, And she has been... helping to bring these people's histories and stories out and what people say in boulders like i never knew that i never knew who the first nurse practitioner was um at this clinic i never knew how that school was built and guess what it was our african-american community um
0: those are those are important stories i I, not I, i interrupted you for one thing because you reminded me of something in in the film and that was i think it was a boarding house or a hotel or something that, that mm-hmm. had a complete black staff that I yes. uh, got it all up and running perfectly. And after it was very successful and running, they're all booted out, but the place remained. It was, it, 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 it is, these are the stories that to some, it's just a blip, but the mm-hmm. material effect that it has on the psyche of a people, yes. uh, knowing that, you know, even your success is not, you know, gets transferred to someone else just because of who you are. Mm-hmm. Such a great film.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. And you know what? We are on the same wavelength because I was just about to talk about that. That's Chautauqua. Mm-hmm. Chautauqua is a very well known um, just area in Boulder. There's a dining hall. There's hiking because um, it's right at the foot of these mountains. We call the Flatirons Uh beautiful area, very historic um, and when it first opened in the early 1900s, uh, the Chautauqua Dining Hall, which and or an auditorium, it's, it's like this huge complex mm-hmm. um, when it first opened. Yeah, they did have um, an all black staff. And we find out through the film um, that basically everybody was terminated. And even the the black manager who was you know, supervisor of everybody, everyone was just terminated. Um You know, I can't give away too much of the movie. No, you can't. Right, right. I think that that tells enough. Yeah. And so living in this community, let me tell you what happened and what I think is great, too. So living in my community after the film comes out, wins the award, everybody wants to see it. Um, There's in my town, and there are different venues contacting contacting us. Um, How do we screen the film? How do we screen the film? Chautauqua called me. really? (laughs) Yes. And it's like, okay, Chautauqua. All right. Well, you're in the film. Okay, Chautauqua. I think you should have an event, and I think that you should. um, We should have artists and speakers, and everybody should get paid, and it should come out of your pocket. (laughs) <laughs> it took a little bit of time, but it happened. Wow. It happened. And let me tell you what more about this underestimating what people can do. I was told, you know, we only sell like 300 tickets for these for these film screenings, you know, we probably not going to have a good turnout. It was a full house. 1100 tickets sold? What? It, yes, it was incredible. The president of CU was like, "Can I come see the film?" Um it was um, it was incredible. It was amazing and from what I heard it was like this um this uh lovely cultural experience that was also very healing on the space. And I said, "Good on you, chautauqua Um, you know, instead of hiding in the shadows, being embarrassed and feeling guilty, you stood up and said, "Yes." We did that. That was wrong. That's not who we are anymore. And this is what we're going to do moving forward.
0: We've atoned.
1: We've atoned. Yes. They took that accountability, didn't go into that world of defensiveness, but said, okay, what can we do to make this right? That was intentional actions. What can we do intentionally right now to make this right? And I hope that that sets an example for many other places and people, you know, not only in my town, but but everywhere else. And, and
0: that's I, what I'm saying. I, that, yeah. that It has to be the catalyst. And, and your film will definitely be one of the catalysts in America doing this, especially mm. in these times where we have uh, some of these politicians trying to eliminate the ability to learn true, mm. the, truly what has happened in the past. It's not enough that most of what we learn right now is not completely accurate mm-hmm. but now they want it completely erased eliminated That's the importance of films like what you do that's the importance of the work that you do that's the importance of what you have to continue <laughs>
1: doing. Mm.
0: so with that i'd like to ask miss katrina miller to give me a closer what would you have liked me to ask you
1: that i didn't You know, one thing that happens after this film so many times is people ask me, what can I do? What can be done? Um, This film does do a very good job of opening up hearts and minds. And so uh, I'm happy to get that question, but I always turn it back on the audience and say that is up to you to discover, to do the work, to figure out your personal accountability, what resources you have, and how you can best contribute to the movement of racial equity. We all, we all have resources. It doesn't have to be something big, a flashy sign or anything. Sometimes it's as big as, oh, you know what? I have a black neighbor I never met. Let me go say hello. (laughs) Um, Hey. I heard these people saying something that was, um, yeah, saying something pretty racist. I'm going to confront them. It's, it's as simple as that. One thing that I feel like is really important is to back ideas and, um, you know, um, just organizations that are put in place by African-Americans and people of color, um, because we often have the life experience. We do have the life experience um, to know what the solutions are. And so I know uh, people want to be heroes, but a lot of times you just have to look to the people and see what they actually want. So um thank you very much uh, for having me today. And I also wanted to say that the website is this is not who we We are getting really close to getting on national PBS. Um, and so we're currently still getting donations in order to um, help that effort as well as to help our effort with distribution. We want on a big level for this film to be free for schools, um k through twelve. Um, so, yeah, that's something that we're working on. But as far as getting this distributed into more people's homes and whatnot, uh, we need help with that. And we're needing help with with outreach as, as far as getting this seen by more people. Um, yeah, and I just, it's, I really also feel like everybody should watch this film and it is something, um, it's something unlike anything else anyone has ever seen, I feel, just based on the accessibility of the stories. So, yeah. I think people would be pleasantly surprised.
0: Katrina Miller, journalist, (laughs) producer, director, owner of Black Cat Video Productions, thank you so kindly for having been on Politics Done Right.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Igberto. Thank you so much.